Hi, this is Emily. This is Maddie. And this is Spilleth Thy Mead. There it goes. (laughs) (laughs) Bitch, the pot, the tea is hot. Toasty, toasty hat. Disclaimer, the focus of this podcast is for entertainment purposes only. While the people and events mentioned in this episode are real due to the nature of historical storytelling, we cannot confirm the authenticity of specific details. That being said, please don't quote us in your history essay. Just appreciate the gossip for what it is. Gossip. Gossip. <laughs> yes, she's gossip. back. She's back. It's gossip, honey. <laughs> um, I would also like to point out that we are both actually drinking mead okay. today. So here's the thing. What is this, like, episode seven or eight? And we've never actually said that we drink mead during this. Yes. Like, just uh-huh. so you all know. Oh, it took us a couple episodes to even start drinking mead, too. <laughs> yeah. For some reason. Yep. We love mead, though. Oh, yeah. Ooh, and we've just mead. been sipping away ever since. And we're mm-hmm. like, huh, I don't think we've ever actually told anyone that. Oh, my gosh. And if you go. Yeah, if you haven't tried mead, <sighs> find some local it's mead. It's so good. We have local mead at our, our Albertsons. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. oh my gosh, this is a huckleberry mead because uh, we are Idahoans and huckleberries so are the shit. It is I love life. huckleberry. Huckleberry ice cream. Oh, yeah. I don't even like ice cream Huckleberry very pancakes, much. Huckleberry, huckleberry ice cream. milkshake, everything. Life. Huckleberry jelly. Oh, oh God. So oh, good. So good. Huckleberry honey. And uh, then this is like alcoholic huckleberry honey. It's literally liquid alcoholic huckleberry yeah, honey. Yeah, if you have not tried mead, it is just honey wine. And, and if it's you amazing. have tried mead and you love it, then tell us your favorite one so we can try that. Oh my gosh, yeah, absolutely. Tell us in the comments. Yes. Also, <laughs> There's a theme here. Yeah. Please tell us in the comments. Oh my gosh. Trying to get the ball rolling. <laughs> we love our mead. And I'm very proud that we're actually drinking it today. Me too. That's a, It's good for us. Yep. I yeah. mean, two-parter very too. So mm-hmm. the end of this is going to be, woo. Oh, it's strong. <laughs> and I'm also lightweight. So that ever since I had kids, it really did me in. Oh, God, yeah. No, uh-huh. same. Like, I don't for know some reason, happened. that, like, 9, 10, however, is, like, it How really it kicks your ass. really rock your body? Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's Anyways, yeah, my okay. son Maybe ruined not. my eyesight. I started getting migraines Ugh. for the first time in my life. I got another migraine the other day. No. Mm-hmm. First time in like six months. Why are they like this? And then I they yell at us. And then they just yell at us. <laughs> but they're cute. They're so cute. So oh they, my gosh. I want to like pinch those little cheeks. Cheeky babies. Yeah, like I'm their uncle, you know, in Princess Bride, how he always pinches <laughs> yeah. their cheeks. And I always thought that was weird. And now I like pinch my kid's cheeks all the time because oh. I'm like, oh, it's so chunky. Oh, yeah. No, so yeah. Cute. Like kissing his little chubby baby cheek. Like you oh. get that suction on there. It's like, oh my God. <laughs> it's so fucking <laughs> it's, yeah, cute. No. Oh, they're so cute. Okay, anyways. Part two. We'll rant about Speaking our children. Cute, tell me about yeah. Daniel. Oh, we are getting in with Daniel. Daniel. Daniel is older than Anna and Erasmus, who are currently in their mid-20s. He's in his 40s, but, you know, that means he's more mature. Yeah. So we support it. Yeah, he's established. Uh-huh. And it's not like he's, like, a creepy old... He's not, like, 60-something and no. she's, like, 19. You know? This yeah. is appropriate still. Um, it, Which is coming from someone whose parents are, like, nearly 10 years apart. So I, I think... Age gaps are fine. Yes. If both are adults. Anyways, um, he has a long-standing career as a mercenary. Oh, okay. It's either Swabian or Swabian League. 
Okay. Um, which is where Hall is located. Right. Um, but don't get me wrong. Daniel is a lady in the streets, but a freak in the bed. <laughs> or more accurately, Whoa. a gentleman in the streets, but a mercenary on the battlefield. Like, he has... Oh, okay. He has that side, you know, he's, he's brutal. Yeah. But... Of him and Erasmus, this is what the author said in the book. Like, he is the kind, gentle lover. Okay. Like, he's a sweetie pie. Daniel. Mm-hmm. Um, he is just absolutely enamored with Anna. He sends her love letters, visits her, like, goes out of his way to visit her. That is shocking to Unlike me, Unlike Erasmus. Yeah. Um, and whenever he gets a chance, yeah, he's he's there. He's visiting her. And he's poor. But he's rich in love. God, she's gonna push him away so hard, dude. She likes the toxicity. <laughs> she does. Of it. She's like we she... all have a friend like this. Oh, we all have seen this exact relationship before. At and some point in your life, friend. or we're like cringing because we're like, oh, that was me. Oh, that well, was me. Early dating. Was this Cause... you, Emily? Um, you know, no, not. I don't. I don't know if I quite went through this phase. I don't. Know. But I, I do have. Friends. I'm sure I did in high school. Right. I was like pretty sure oh, that like. Yeah. The one like long term boyfriend I had in high school, like three years. Yeah, That's okay. a long That's time a long for time. high school. Well, I was pretty sure that like no one was ever going to love me ever again. And oh, so yeah. I just like was like, you're not going anywhere. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, absolutely. Crazy. We're crazy all bitch. a bit toxic. If you're out there in high school. Oh, sorry. I don't, well, I don't think I had the chance to go through that phase since I've been with my husband since I was 17. I don't think I really had a chance. Oh, yes. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. good. I have a terrible ex, um, but like I didn't go through like a loving the toxicity phase. He was yeah. toxic and I was like, oh, I don't think I loved the toxicity, but I was definitely like the driving force behind it. Oh, okay. so. yeah. No, that's fair. Because I'm a Pisces and I'm problematic. And oh. if you're a Pisces out there and you're listening, you're problematic too. And it's fine. People love us. We just are a fucking lot. I just want to say, Anna, saying Pisces is the most lovable of the signs, and it's true. You are. I love you. (laughs) And okay, so but Daniel, sorry, him and Anna are getting up to some shit though. Just making Herman even more infuriated with Anna. He's visiting her overnight when Anna's father is away, and they're drinking shit tons of wine. Herman hates that. He hates. He does not like time rendezvous. Yeah. Mm Once one of the servants refused to bring Anna wine during one of these rendezvous with Daniel, so Anna threatened the servant, holding a knife to the servant's heart and demanding more wine. I mean, I've been there. Yikes, Anna. <laughs> that exact I've situation done that with my, with my servant. servant too. Yeah. Sorry, servant. Well, like, oh, you're going to try to cut me off? You're going to know what? Watch this bitch. Seriously, <laughs> tell this night. Cut me off. Yeah. <laughs> you're not going to cut me off tonight. I treat my servants really well. For she record. does. Yeah. All hers, all like 20, yeah. two of them. Mm-hmm. My household. Yeah. Daniel is always there trying to rein Anna in. He wants what's best for her. He's her partner in mischief. Like, don't get me wrong, but overall, he really cared about Anna's well-being. No. Um. Okay, this is like the part that ooh, I'm so excited to tell you. I'm taking a sip. Oh, take a sip. To get a clear picture of the way Daniel felt about Anna, I'm going to read you some of my favorite quotes from his letters to her. Okay. These are direct quotes. Oh, wow. Okay. First, he always addresses her, always, as kind, dearest love. Wow. In every letter. Kind, dearest love. He calls her, oh, crown of my heart. Shut the fuck up. Oh, wait, it's better. Says in the same letter, 
You still have the power to bid and forbid me, and I will gladly do whatever you ask. Daniel, boy, I will gladly do whatever you, you ask. ask. Are you okay. kidding me? Um, oh, 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 I think that one's my favorite of all his quotes. Like, yeah. oh, you still have the power to bid and forbid me? Oh, Damn. Yeah. Do I have oh a thing for gosh. Daniel? Damn, Daniel. Okay. Bridgerton, take notes. Yeah. Like, yeah, this. if you know anyone who yeah. works for around with the Bridgerton yeah. stuff, get your pen and paper out because yep, yep, this yep. is gold. Like, it all feels like things that should be in that uh, show. Yeah, for sure. Very like, romantic. Use these letters. Uh-huh. That's beautiful. Oh, my God. Okay. Uh, here's another. I wish you many hundred thousand good years and everything else you desire. Yeah. Okay. I, mm, okay. I, I have had little peace of mind since I was last with you. You are the object of all my desires. <sighs> Am I, Daniel? Am I? <laughs> I want Daniel. Mm. Yeah, Daniel, oh. boy. Yeah. God bless and keep you and give you what you desire, but nothing that is dearer to you than I. <sighs> and he signed off most of his letters with that line. Almost okay. all of them were signed yeah. off with that specifically. Well, yeah, here we go. Yep, Team Daniel. Till so, we die. Okay, next thing I've written down. Again, Team Daniel. Team Daniel, all yeah. the fucking way. Wow. He, what a silver tongue little Oh my fox. gosh. He knows how to write a yeah. love letter. Oh, yeah. Oh, my heart. And... He was also great because he was a better potential, like, realistic suitor for Anna. Yes. Um, He was within her rank. It would have been, yeah, very suitable for them to marry. Daniel wasn't as secretive about their relationship as Erasmus was. He felt no shame over loving her. And soon everyone knew about them, (laughs) including Anna's father. Yeah. Who, instead of arranging a proper marriage between the two, barred Daniel from his home. Which, what the fuck, Herman? Yeah. Like, they love each other. I don't understand why you're not like, okay, he's visiting our home. You're threatening the servant. Just fucking marry him. See, so this goes back to the, like, was it Herman in the beginning? Turning people away? Because it's like, for fuck's sake. Dude, like she's like spinster age. Like right. this guy loves her. Uh-huh. Have you seen the letters, Papa? Oh my gosh. There. Why is he not just like being like just get married? Yeah. My God. Yeah, and like he's poor, but he's not like poor poor. He's no, not like he's not living on the streets. They're in the same rank. So they like are. his poor is your poor. Sorry about it. Yes, but and like he's very honorable, yeah. like in the military and everything. He's doing a great job. He's a Good mercenary. <laughs> yeah. As honorable as one can be, you know? Um, Erasmus also found out about Daniel, whom he disliked long before this love triangle. Really? Uh-huh. Oh, I love that. Oh, they were Like, always... he was, like, mean to him in school oh, or something. Yeah. They've oh. always hated each other. Daniel. Uh-huh. And Erasmus begins to desire Anna even more oh, as you? his jealousy is growing. Yeah, do you, that had to feel, like, pretty satisfying for Anna, but I think at this point she was just like, ugh. God, no, he's like, so that guy, guy dude. Yeah. Like, he's so that guy. She's starting to understand there's men who treat her well. Yeah, look at um, that. Her relationship, which was a secret to most, but not Daniel, her relationship with Erasmus, I should say. Oh, okay. Had the opposite effect for Anna and Daniel. So while her relationship with Daniel made Erasmus jealous, mm-hmm. it pushed Daniel, her relationship with Erasmus pushed Daniel away from her. Okay. Um, he continuously begged her to stop seeing him, saying, I ask you, this is direct quote, I ask you please not to make the pilgrimage to St. Erasmus again. Oh. I cannot be at peace with you if you go to him again. Okay, like, that's, like, it doesn't get any nicer than saying, like... He signed the letter, alone yours. Alone yours? 
I Daniel. Oh man, yeah. This, Alone oh, yours, Daniel. Oh fucking Anna, she's gonna she's gonna mess this up. She's gonna Oh my god. She's she's Messica. She's sixteenth oh century Messica. She's Messica, yeah. So as both relationships with her lovers dissolved over her inability to commit to one man. Oh my god. Yep. But like, I mean, who was the one to commit to? Anna, clearly the one that you could actually marry. Clearly yeah. the one who was proud of being with you, who yeah. loved you, who yeah, said yeah, yeah. the sweetest thing. <sighs> Anyways. The one that wants you. We've all had this conversation with a friend. Oh, yeah. What the fuck are you doing? There's this guy who's really nice to you. And it's like, oh, well, they're, I don't know. I don't oh, know yeah. what her friends say, but nope. it never makes sense. And we're going to be telling our daughters one day. And she be like, no, but mama, I love him. Yeah, and then we're going to be like, like no, this isn't thinking, love, babe. No. This is a lot, but it ain't love. It's taken up a lot of your day, but it ain't love. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you. Clearly a waste of time, baby yeah. girl, but My God, you're never good. getting these years back. Especially in the 16th century, you could literally get bit by a rat and drop dead in the street. Oh, my God. All the time, Anna. Syphilis is everywhere, Anna. Yeah. And your your royal boyfriend is sleeping around and we all know it. Oh, yeah. Like, even though he's gaslighting you about it. Yeah, right. What everyone thinks is not reality. Fuck off, Erasmus. God. No, I know. He's the worst. Such a brat. He's the worst. Okay. Um, during all this, her father comes upon all the love letters between her, Erasmus, and Daniel. Oh, fuck shit. Mind you, Erasmus being like no one can find out no yeah. one can find out is like burn these letters right as you get them so there's not a lot of surviving letters from anna because erasmus kept none of them i did not know the burn after reading thing but great yeah she did indeed tell her to do that which is like very much in character for oh, him yeah no yeah um, that he's that guy and yeah. she didn't because it's anna yeah. um she kept all of them and also occasionally people would um do two copies of their own letters to people just for record keeping. Oh, you know? really? Yeah. Oh, so what they a would pain write, in the ass. They would write it the first time and then they would do like a clean copy. So it looks extra nice. And like, then they have that first copy so that if the person responds to something and they're like, what did I say? They can like look back at it and be yeah. like, oh, that's what I said. Makes Perfect. sense. Yeah. So that is the only way that any of Anna's letters to Daniel or Erasmus were saved is because of her own, keeping her own letters, like the, her first copies. Yeah. Um, and then a lot can be assumed from the way that Erasmus and Daniel respond to her. Um, but... Neither of them, Daniel, as great as he is, did not keep any of hers. At least, Daniel is kind of a ghost after his relationship with Anna. Not much is known about him after this. So there's also that. Like, it's very possible he kept them and just... Yeah. They were lost to time. They were lost, yeah. Mm -hmm. They could, God knows, they could be, like, in some estate somewhere. Yeah. Someone could have inherited them and have them in a box and not know the worth that That they have. That is the thing, yeah, about it. Mm. I'll buy them from you. I have approximately three cents to my name, but I will spend every penny, all yeah, three of them, and I'll buy those letters from you. Over and over for Daniel. Uh-huh. Anything for you, yeah. Daniel. Uh, and, yeah, Herman's floored. He's so fucking pissed. He know he knew about Daniel, because Daniel has a big mouth, which Erasmus kept telling Anna. He's like, Daniel with the big mouth. You're hanging out with Daniel, whom I do not like. like you he know. would say shit like that all the time. You know what they say about a big mouth. Ooh, 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 baby. <laughs> and Big rumors. <laughs> That's what they say. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he knew about Daniel, but he didn't know about Erasmus. Oh! He really respected Erasmus's family and knew what it would do to his honor and his relationship with their family if this was discovered. I am... He... Okay, really I guess I didn't did realize... did a fairly good job keeping it under wraps. Yeah, wow. Okay. Uh-huh. 
Um, I thought her dad would have known, but yeah, okay. Because yeah. she's kind of like, you know, a lot. So I figured like, right? yeah. You would think she would have a big mouth. Yeah. Honestly. But no, she kept it under wraps. Okay. Um, And this was just like the last straw for Herman. He kicked Anna out of the home, vowing she would not get any inheritance or any help from him at all. Mind you, she is still like within his custody even though she's a grown-ass woman like yeah right she's yeah. a woman yep. and so that's and how this she's works. not married yeah yep. so. and so he she is under the custody of her father no that's really 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 bad oh yeah this is like, not that's not fine of yeah here. no yeah uh especially in germany wow um so anna fled to different family members living in hall but herman quickly turned them all against anna threatening to punish anyone who would house her Wow. So Anna had to leave the city. She found refuge in her maternal family members, where she decided that her father's disinheriting of her was unfounded and unjust. And with her relative's money, that like on the promise of her paying them back, she hired a lawyer and decided to sue her father. Whoa. This is where it's like people sued people like yeah and a woman could sue you, a man yeah, back you then? don't think about it it's yeah. crazy just yeah. like that letter it's like oh things really Every... they've changed but also they haven't no in a lot of ways and like it is crazy to think about like you know you hear things going on in palaces with the royals or dukes duchess all of that mm-hmm. you know but there's like meanwhile little things between people like this that are messy and dramatic going mm-hmm. on that like we're never gonna know yes yeah like that's there's this so is much why... hot goss from back then that just was not recorded yeah i'm really glad Glad that my guy Steven. Steven. R.I.P. We love you, Steven. We do. We really <laughs> love you. But like great he, job. Yeah, he did all this work to dig up all this information because it's crazy. Yeah. Like the fact that any of this was any of this information was kept at all is it's just fantastic. Also crazy, like one of those things where like, you know, when we're like reading it or telling the story, it's just like, oh yeah, so like she had to leave the city or something. But when you really think about that, <gasps> How like hard was by that? yourself, you're just going to mm-hmm. some other place. Like, did you write these relatives? Because that's a whole other thing. Do you know they're address you know where they lived who sent the letter do they even know that you're coming are you just gonna venture there and knock on doors until you find like i know what What are are you you doing on the way like you don't have money to stay at like any like hotel kind of thing like no what the fuck do you do did she have like people come with her right yeah i don't know yeah that's crazy when you say that a rich man left his daughter with nothing do you mean nothing nothing or do you mean like a servant a horse a bag of stuff and a little thing of coins that's nothing by their standards but you've got a chance it's hard to know fighting chance yeah as far as I can tell, he really left her with fucking nothing. Yeah, like, well, didn't want to give her shit. I mean, you know what? You stole from him. You did. Girl, stole, but it also like, feels like he screwed her over. So, like, this is an everyone sucks here sort of scenario. Is, yeah. Except for Daniel. We love you, Daniel. Except for Daniel. Who she pushed away. Yeah. Well, good, honestly. He, he could. He had more self-respect. And oh. he said, oh my you're God. not going to break up with him. I'm done. No, he doesn't want to touch this with the 50-foot yeah. pole. This uh-huh. is a mess. No. Good for Daniel. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, that this would have drug him right down uh-huh. in the spiral that is Anna. Yep. Justice for Margaret. Justice for Daniel. Yes. They would have been great together. They would. They also lived <gasps> around the same time period. So just like no. feel that in your heart. Ruin my soul. Oh, they would have been, they they been a good age, too. Oh, my gosh. And the way that Margaret wrote and the way he writes. Oh, they man. could have written the romance book of the ages. Motherfucker. Oh, they're both so romantic. Okay. Anyways, again, if you have not Tragic. listened to Margaret of Austria, ho, ho, ho. go listen to that. Maddie's telling the story. It's so good. Um, and a lot of this ties into it's the same time period. Yes. So a lot of these people We've tie in. Two reoccurring reoccurring characters yes. so far. Uh-huh. I know. It's great. 
Okay, so um, she hires a lawyer, decides to sue her father. Now, going forward, there was so much legal mumbo jumbo I had to read through. Like, there was like chapters, pages and pages where I didn't highlight a damn thing. No, we thank you so much. That's what this podcast is for, honestly. Like, I love history. I'm not interested in the legal stuff, I'm not interested in the politics. I'm just not. I'm not interested in a majority of the religious stuff. So, I did this for you guys. I sped read through all that shit and kept out a lot of stuff just to give you the juicy details. We um, love you for it. Yeah, and it's, it's just really tedious. Yeah. And I just tried to pick out the really important events to relay them to you, Maddie, and our listeners. So, first, Anna and her lawyer are granted an audience of Hall City Council to hear her complaints along with a promise of safety traveling to and from the hearing because remember Anna's now in a different city. Um, Anna traveled all the way to Hall for the hearing only to have her father immediately request 45 days to prepare a response. Oh, for fuck's sakes. Which he was given. Yeah. Anna doesn't have money or time, so she requested that the court make her po- make her father provide food and lodging for her until the next hearing, and she was denied. So she had to go all the fucking way back to her maternal relatives. I mean, it's shitty to wait but for the forty-five days to pass. But like, also, no ruling has been made. Like, no. you can't well, make him like, pay for something when you don't know if he's guilty of anything. Well, yet. right, and like you're suing him. Mm-hmm. So what? I like so you're suing me, but now I have to like put you up and pay for you to be in the city that you're suing me. Go yeah, fuck yourself. Fair. If you want to sue yeah. me, you figure it out, you yeah, know? Figure yeah, figure the fuck out. So, fair enough there. Yeah, they I, both I suck, get it. But, but fair also, enough like, there. that 45-day yeah. thing was just such to a be power an asshole. move. Just yep. to be an asshole, uh-huh. yeah. Because he knew she was running on low. He probably was hoping she just would not have enough money to come oh, back. Oh, and, like, 45 days is, like, the most annoying amount of time because, like, the travel and everything back then, like, the amount of time <gasps> oh that it would gosh, have taken to travel. Yeah, for a like, week and then had to come so right back. So, you're pretty much stuck somewhere else where, yeah, you don't have money or like your home your resource like no that was yeah. that was a bitch move but honestly a very inconvenient brutal, amount of time. man and i'm okay. it is, it is. you know gotta love the fight yeah and well so anna is petitioning the court in hall right yes and i mean there's no email there's no like record system here no, that can crazy. be viewed by every city so during this 45 day wait her father goes to the city that anna is living in at this time and petitions that court because they don't know that there's already suing going on yeah in the other in hall and so he petitions that court to have anna forcibly brought back to his home and imprisoned there his home his oh bitch you kicked her out why the fuck do you want her back so he does so she doesn't sue him that's yeah. why and it's like punishment. Um, so this was actually something that was regu- like semi-regularly granted, but for parents or guardians of those who were mentally ill. Okay. It's unheard of for a grown woman of sound mind and body to be forcibly taken and imprisoned in her own home. And yeah, that I've is literally the word the court uses, imprisoned. Yeah. They gave him permission to forcibly take and imprison her. Wow. Um and it was granted Herman, with the help of one of his servants, kidnaps Anna out of this city, throws her in a cart, and takes her back to his home in Hall, where she was chained by the leg to a, to an oak table. Oh, man. Yeah. And this there, ain't good. Oh, there she remains for six months. Ew. 
before she manages to escape his home by climbing out a high window that had accidentally been left unlocked. There was a little mention on Anna's side of something about an older maid of the home taking pity on her and helping her out. Okay. Um, I don't know if that was like a metaphor, but because there was no other mention of it as far as I could see. Okay. But it was said a couple times. She got out through a high window that had been left unlocked somehow. But like, rookie, rookie mistake. Clarifies like she was chained to a table. Yeah, was she like allowed to go to the bathroom and then that's when she took her opportunity? I don't know. The maid thing makes the most sense. Honestly, someone would have had to help her, right? Like, that's what I'm gonna assume. Yeah, this is a gossip podcast, so that's that's someone we're saying now. Someone on the inside. Mm -hmm. Someone's like, Um, hey, listen, your dad's a dick. Want me to like help you? Yeah, you gotta get out of here. Like, (laughs) you're kind of a dick too, but like, this is not cool. Yeah, this is beyond. No, no, what is okay? Um. So, Stephen Osmond, again, author of the amazing book that I read about this, says that, quote, the experience left her wounded lifelong, but like a tiger, not a lamb. Oh, my God. Like, I don't love that for her. I don't want her to be wounded lifelong. But, like, if you're going to be wounded, be wounded like a tiger, not a mm -hmm, lamb. mm -hmm. She's not a quitter. No. If Anna is anything, it's not a quitter. She vengeful. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, vengeful as fuck. When Herman found out she had escaped, he petitioned for the right to chase her down and recapture her. This was granted. God. And Herman began looking for Anna where he where he knew Daniel to be, not knowing they were no longer in a relationship. What Herman did not know was Anna had actually fled to stay with maternal relatives in a different city, not the one she was captured in. Okay. Another city with right. more maternal relatives. Where she met and quickly married a oh. poor nobleman, Hans. 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 Hans was poor from his own doing. He was not born poor. Okay. Uh, he Uh-oh. was a bit of a gambler, but him and Anna were, you know, they were like spirits. Okay. Yeah, they're very similar. Um, he stood by Anna's side as she attempted to once again sue her father. This time for his mistreatment of her during her six-month capture, which fucking fair. Yeah. You should, he should pay you for that. Um, the council dismissed her claims, although that did not save Herman from the judgment of the people of Hall. Many people thought he'd been too hard on Anna, and he had to prematurely retire from the council in shame and was never the Burgermeister again. Aw, womp womp. Bye, Herman. Yes, sorry. (laughs) You kidnapped your daughter. (laughs) Herman. This did not stop the legal fight between Herman and Anna, however. This is a lot of, like, I can't tell you how many times they tried to sue each other. It's Oh, my God. It's a lot. Um, So Anna felt she was owed her part in her mother's inheritance. Um, And when her eldest brother died in 1528, so Anna is around 28 years old, she felt she was owed a portion of his share as well, which legally she usually would have a right to that. Yes. After much more fighting, Anna signed an agreement that she would be paid just shy of 400 golden on the condition that she was never to ask her father for anything ever again, inside or outside of court. Yeah. Fantastic. I'd love to never talk to him again. Yeah. Anna had no intention of dropping her legal cases, but signed the agreement. She's very much, and the author says this in the book, she's very much of like a, 
do what's best for me in this exact moment and deal with what comes when it does, which is like not always the best way to think no, about things. No, that stresses me out. Because you have like legally said that you are not going to bother him anymore, girl. Yeah. And then she's just going to turn around and try it again, and which is him, yeah. probably not going to work out for you, babe. But anyway, so she... <laughs> Uh, this money was far less than she had been attempting to gain from her father, especially considering her and Hans were 800 golden in debt. And mind you, she wasn't even getting 400 golden from her father. No, and it was shit. in two separate payments, too. Yeah, uh-oh. Mm-hmm. Um, but Anna would not see another cent from her father for the rest of his years. He died in 1543, only to be followed in death by Anna's husband, Hans, a few months later. Oh, Hans already. Okay. Mm-hmm. Herman had left as little as possible to Anna, leaving only what he thought was legally necessary. Uh, it was very, very against German, God, German culture to cut off a child in your inheritance. Like, like it's it's very bad. Wow. Um, you were supposed to leave them everything equally. Like, your girls and boys, they get everything equally. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. And singling out one child specifically to leave significantly less to was just so not okay. Anna's remaining siblings knew this would be a huge legal battle. Now that their dad's gone, it's their legal battle now. Oh, yeah. So they knew it would be a huge battle to keep Anna from her inheritance and not wanting to fucking deal with it. They split the inheritance more evenly, not even by any means, but they, like, gave Anna much more than was initially given to her in the inheritance. That's probably what I would have done too. Right? Just like, oh my God. God just here, have like just a fucking shut up and house go. and just stop. Yeah. She had, so they gave her a home in Hall. Um, it wasn't like the main giant mansion in Hall, but it was like a very short walk. Okay. It was still a great house. Um, she was provided with all this furniture, clothing, food, oh a God. yearly allowance. She's going to fucking hate it, huh? And, because Anna. Oh, and they paid off all her debts, which was disputed. She was like, no, they didn't. And they did. Um, <laughs> all of which would set Anna up for a peaceful rest of her life. Yeah. But as is everything, it wasn't good enough for Anna. Oh, my God. Anna, she, girl, cut your losses. Just be done. He's dead. It, it makes me feel like she likes it. She likes the fight. No, Oh, yeah, that's the thing. Like, some people like the drama. We all know that couple yeah. where it's like they break up, they get back to it, they break up, they get back to it. Like, they're like, moving out, moving like back it, in. It's like, you? this is just how you guys operate. Yeah, you know? this like, is just fun for you yeah, at this like, point. Like, her and Erasmus, like, honestly, probably would have been, like, the best they toxic, worst couple ever. They yeah. toxic together. Yeah, they would have loved it. Mm-hmm. Anna just went kicking and screaming, claiming that the agreement was unfair and vowed to marry a man out of revenge. Okay. (laughs) To marry the most immoral, cunning man she could find who would help her get what she felt was owed to her. To claim to marry a man for vengeance at this time was unreal. What? Vengeance on what? Your dead dad? Speaking of Bridgerton. Yeah. Excuse me. Speaking of Bridgerton. Stop trying to avenge your dead parents. It gets you fucking nowhere. Yeah, just be happy. Mm -hmm. He's gone. Like, you You can move on. Like, go marry another guy and be happy, Anna. You marrying some lowly... Like, you... You're the loser. You played yourself. Now yeah, you're stuck with them and your dad's rolling battle. in his grave like, ah, ha, ha, ha. Yeah. <laughs> if anything, yeah. because most likely he doesn't give a fuck because he's dead. So yeah. why fight him? Yeah. <sighs> so um, this was just unreal. It became hot gossip in Hall. And many started to believe that Anna could be a guess. Witch. Yes. Uh, a witch. 
because who says that they're going to marry a man for vengeance? Like, it's fucked. Even yeah. by today's standards, fucked. It is, yeah. But. Probably shouldn't have said that if you're, not, like, trying to find a suitor. energy. Yeah. I feel like witch energy is like marrying a man that's like really chill, but I don't know. I feel, that's yeah, just me. I feel like witch energy is not too. marrying a man. I feel like a witch would be like, oh, oh I'm gonna absolutely. get my vengeance on y'all. Don't yeah. you? Don't you even worry? Uh huh. Single, but, independent woman who don't need no man. Yeah. That is witch energy. Yeah. I'm a hex. All yeah. Oh yeah. After this, her siblings began filing their own defamation suits against Anna. Oh God. Okay. Which she refused to show up for. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's an option. That's that's good to do, Anna. Yeah. They're just like, it is... No. It's illegal. Oh, okay. You can't do that. Yeah. No. Because, uh, you know, no one would show up. Yeah. Because uh-huh. court's not fun. Yeah. Maybe you should stay out of it, Anna. Right. <laughs> Finally, she was arrested for failure to appear and kept in a women's prison in Hall. Mind you, she was, like, on her way to Hall. She was, like, in the boundaries of Hall, so they were able to arrest her. I don't know, because that's just um, legalities, whatever. But... She, when they captured her, she's like, no, like, I was on my way. I know I'm, like, a month late, but I was coming. Yeah. I was getting there. Yeah. And they're like, no, that's not how this works. You can't just, like, show up whenever the fuck you want. No, you have to show up on this date. Yeah. Yeah. And you weren't there. So this is kind of on you. Yeah. Um, The counselors of Hall claim that the prison was humane and well-managed. Anna claimed otherwise. And she actually did become ill towards the end of her sentence. So I feel like there could be some legitimacy there that the prison sucked. Also, what prison in the 1500s is yeah, going to be gonna good? Yeah, I was going to say, period? like, what prison it, now is it good? It wasn't, like, supposed to be fun. Yeah, I, exactly. Yeah. But, like, getting ill isn't good, but also, like, everyone was getting sick all the time. Oh, yeah. Again, oh, yeah. syphilis? <laughs> syphilis. Yeah. Can I bring it up again? Syphilis? syphilis? Yeah, like, sweating sicknesses, plague and stuff. Like, people were sick always. Yeah. Like, you getting sick in prison doesn't... Granted, I mean, I'm sure that it was shitty, but... Again, but it's that doesn't prison, maybe it was as so. good as a prison in the 1500s could be. You yeah, know. Um, and no, Anna Anna's seems, problematic, and she's so she's dramatic. Yeah. She's she's a lot. So Anna claimed otherwise. Uh, the council took the obvious solution to her being ill towards the end of her sentence, um, and had her transferred to a hospice where she was chained to a bed so she wouldn't escape. I mean, she has escaped, which again is more regularly done for the mentally ill. This is very rare for, like, even a prisoner to be, like, yeah. chained, especially a, a woman, to be chained to their bed. Okay. Um, but, yeah, she's... But they did it. <laughs> but they did it. I mean, they keep treating her like she's mentally ill, and I don't know, maybe there's something going on there, but also, they don't know what mentally ill is back then. No, they you don't know. know. And like, she's oh, you're just... crazy. Yeah. You're well, a witch. Well, and, yeah, and she's doing a lot of... She's doing some stuff, you know, that's very <laughs> public. things. Yeah. Uh-huh. And everyone knows about it. And, yeah. yeah so. I support her dressing scandalously. Oh, I do not I support love the, that. the thievery... No, if no. we could get back to naked Anna in the men's hat. That's, yes, we love I was naked there. Anna in the men's hat. Yeah, that's with what, the plumage. Oh, love that for her. Uh-huh. And then it kind of went being, downhill from there. Yeah, honestly. being like chewed out by the pastor. Yeah, love and that. Anna. I even like love a love a good spiral. Like, uh-huh. I like, you want to be on the spiral squad. I like that. But, like, you got to recover yeah. and, like, come back, you and, know? And, like, the thievery, if, like, it had been some very minor thievery that she had recovered from, yeah. turned it around. Yeah. I don't know. But she's selling family heirlooms. I'd yeah, be heirlooms devastated. me, yeah. That's really, like, I mean, the linens and the towels. It's like, oh. No, that's just hilarious. Yeah, that's, like, that's pretty good funny. On her, yeah. yeah. But well, the heirlooms is where it's no, really yeah, shitty. I don't love that. Honestly, the wheat thing is pretty funny, too. The fact that she managed to sell all that wheat. Yeah. 
to the yeah. Miller yeah, yeah, all yeah. at once. That's pretty fucking oh, yeah. funny. No, yeah, no, he totally said it was cool. But it's like, funny. okay, don't yeah. steal people's wheat. I don't know. Yeah. How would how would one do that nowadays? I don't know. But yeah. don't do it, guys. Don't, yeah. Yeah, I'm not advocating. Don't just advocating walk up for to someone wheat. and be like, hey, see all this guy's wheat? He said it was totally cool if I sell it to you for all of the money that you have right now. And then the Miller of the town will be like, yes, I would love to buy your wheat because yeah. everyone has a Miller in their town. Everyone has a Miller in yes. their town. Um, meanwhile, her lawyer is fighting to have her released and was ultimately successful. Okay. Uh, though when the orders for her release came through, it was realized that Anna had already escaped. Oh, Anna, god damn it. Okay. She is killing me. <laughs> she was never further punished for escaping, though, because it was found that she should have been released in the first place. Oh, okay. So, like, Hall, it was a whole, another whole huge lawsuit where, like, the city of Hall, like, the counselors were going to be sued because they unrightfully imprisoned her. And then, which, like, I don't know, six weeks is a long time for just missing a court date. Yeah. But, uh, and then, like, chaining her to a bed's fucked. Uh, but it ended up being, like, they all were just kind of like, we'll call it even because she escaped... So that's also not cool. Yeah. But she wasn't supposed to be there in the first place. Yeah. So we're just going to all call it even Wipe our hands and move on. Mm -hmm. Uh, Anna did succeed in her vengeance marriage, though. Oh, good. Not long after, marrying Johan, a man very knowledgeable in the law and willing to go to bat for Anna. Which but not like, knowledgeable in like social situations because he did not hear her say like I'm gonna marry someone for vengeance, right? Yeah, oh, and this everyone was fucking talking about it. However, he was in like a very separate city. Okay. I can't remember the name okay. of it. It was it was good. City he's name. from Anyways. like a town over. Okay, yeah, he's from a town over. I don't know if he's heard all the rumors, but. I mean, everyone in Hull knew, yeah. though. Um, and then also, like, he's going to bat for Anna. But, like, is he or is he going to bat for her money? Yeah. Is he, like, hoping they win because he wants her money? Yeah. Because that's kind of what or it feels like. just because, like, you know, winning's fun and yeah. people like to do it. Maybe and that's why he wants to win. And he wanted to win. Maybe it wasn't about Anna. I hope that it was for her sake. I hope he loved her. Everyone deserved to be loved. But, like, I don't know. I doubt it. I no, doubt it. I, I think she kind of toasted the whole because he loved me thing by mm. pushing Daniel away. I think he that was, was her one. moment. Yeah. That, that guy was, was the one. He's everyone's the one. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, they went back to court attempting to get Anna's full third of her inheritance because Anna has a surviving brother and sister at this okay. point because, again, her older brother has passed away. Um, but she has a brother and sister and she's still fighting them. Uh, in the end, it did not matter. They pulled all these witnesses, and most of them were against her. Also, all the counselors were witnesses, and they all were very anti-Anna. Yeah. Um, And so, they'd all seen her ill behavior towards her father, the servant. Like, she tried to kill... I mean, she didn't try to, but she threatened to kill a servant. Yeah, for cutting her off, yeah. That servant testified. Yeah, well, yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, the servant who was there when the father discovered all the love letters was Mm -hmm. there. Yeah. Uh, he testified. Yeah. That's the thing about servants. They're around, man. Oh, they see and, like, everything. And it's so weird, like, the complex people must have had back then to, like, the degree to which servants were nothing. Uh-huh. And, like, the conversations you're having around them because servants have fucked over people so oh. many times. Oh, my God. But people are just having these conversations, you know, like, maybe, you know, I'm sure some of it they're, like, listening in. Right. But you've all seen it in, like, the movies and stuff. It happened. Oh, yeah. like I'm thinking of People Bridgerton. just standing in there. Yeah. Yes, I'm like, thinking of Bridgerton. 
many room. times. Yeah, they're like picking up on all that gossip. Oh yeah, holding the trays oh. while sh- all the shit's going down. Yeah, and like giving the side eye, and you know they're hearing everything. Yeah, that's the dream job right there. I mean, it would be terrible, I'm sure. Yeah. Again, I couldn't live in any time period, but now because I can't handle not having plumbing. But uh, yeah, no, same. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, throw a toilet in that time period, and I'm there. Yes. Some deodorant, a toilet. Mm-hmm. And a lot of Clean vaccines. drinking water. Yeah. Clean drinking water. No, I will always drink alcohol. I will always be a little bit drunk. I wonder if we would just, like, die. Like, if, if we had some oh, mead from back in, just, like, one sip, and you're just oh, out. because we're talking about, like, how, like, uh, acidic it was yeah. back in the Cleopatra yeah. episode. Yeah. yeah. Like, dissolve a pearl. We'd probably die. In a minute. Yeah. Like, our sensitive little tummies with our expiration dates on our yogurts. Yeah. We couldn't handle it. <laughs> I don't eat things that are within a week of the expiration date, so mm-hmm. I'm that I'm that bitch. I've gotten like, to I that can't. point. I, I'll, like, open it. If it's, like, a couple days past, I'll open it. I'll smell it. Oh, really? Oh, see, no. Okay, nope. see, I, I read an article that said, like, it's just the date means next to nothing you check for the education time with emily on when to throw your spoiled food away you check for has the smell changed the color or the consistency Mm. and if none of those things have changed it's not spoiled okay I'm not going to make it that far. It's going to say, it expires on the 13th. I'm going to be like, oh, well, it's the 9th. I'm not doing it. Mm-hmm. And just, yeah, Mike, Mike will. My husband, yeah. he'll, he'll eat it. He just, oh, like, then, picks, yeah. like, the fuzz off of the bread. He'll just, like, oh, pick around me. it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I cut Look the mold off guys. the cheese. I pick it. I'm cheap. Oh, no. You guys are survivors. Oh, That's I, good for you. I just I'm going to die weird, in an like, apocalypse. Maybe it's my ancestry. I don't know. It's, like, some internalized, like, ancestral trauma. <laughs> but every time I have to throw rotten food away... I feel this overwhelming guilt. And I'm like, I'm a terrible person. I didn't eat that food. What is wrong with me? Oh, wow. Okay. Well, call me next time. Yeah. Yeah. I'll yeah. get you through it. Uh, yeah. It's it's not good. <laughs> I cleaned out my fridge the other day and it was it was traumatizing, but I did it. Yeah. My fridge no longer smells. Good. Yeah. So if you come over, Maddie. Love that you for won't you. be like, who? Yeah. <laughs> love that for me. Yeah, love, love that, that for, for you. you. Love that for me. Anyways. Whew, getting back to it. Um... So the one good thing her father had just ever done for her, I mean, he did spoil her as a kid, but anyways, like later in life, the one good thing he did for her is he took the secret of her affair with Erasmus (laughs) to his grave. He never told anyone. I believe that the only people who ever found out about the affair was Erasmus, obviously Erasmus and Anna, um, Herman. Mm-hmm. And uh, Erasmus's mother, wow, who was super fucking not okay, yeah, with any of it. And he, to- she told Herman, like, wrote him letters, like, keep your daughter away from my son. Oh man, yeah, that kind of mama thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so at least he did that for her, yeah. but really, I think that was for his own sake. Yeah, he didn't right. want the dishonor. He didn't want like the rift between like well, him it, and Erasmus's family, like the Shanks. Yeah, if it uh, was something yeah. where it could have damaged her, but he would have come out unscathed, he totally would have done it. Oh, but absolutely. that would make him look bad yeah, too. Um, yeah, I think he would have. I think it was for his own purposes, but like at least it benefited her in some way. I don't know. Again, everyone's an asshole here, so yes, really, no one should benefit except yeah. for Daniel. This is a mess. Yeah. Also, the servants. We love the servants. We yeah. stand the servants. Um, all that to say, she lost. All her cases, just all of them, oh, and she died not long after they oh. were all thrown out oh, at around fifty years old. Uh, Daniel's fate is not known. He just kind of 
after Anna, there's not a lot of word about him. Yeah. Um, and Erasmus, who was suffering from syphilis later in his... <laughs> God syphilis, damn, man. Yeah. Suffering from syphilis later in his and Anna's relationship. He didn't give her syphilis, at least. This is, like, late in the he relationship. Okay, that's good. Yeah, like, he couldn't come meet up with her because his leg was bothering him. And historians are like... Is it because he had syphilis? Was it the syphilis? And it was the syphilis. Yeah, yeah, it was. God, could you imagine dying from syphilis? Like, oh what God. happens if, if you just have untreated syphilis? Like, what are you dying from? Oh, my God. I looked it up. Yeah. I was like, I know, I know so many, like, historical figures have <laughs> suffered from syphilis. So, yeah. it's like, what is it? Three stages. So, the first stage is, like, I don't know, more, like, typical um, STD kind of thing. Like... The sores and stuff. Okay, like around on like your site. mouth, yeah. genitals, yeah, around that area. Um, and then the next one, I think, is like just basically a more intense version of that. Does it like flare um, up and go away, or is it just there to stay? It can flare up, yeah. Okay. From what I could see. Okay. Because um, I just did a little quick, quick, yeah. quick, just quick a research. Just a quick one. quickie one. Um, <laughs> but I just did a little bit. Uh, and then the third stage. Which doesn't always happen. People don't necessarily always die of syphilis if they have it. Someone is blasting their music. Yeah, God. Okay, we're going to roll through it. If you heard that, sorry. That was someone's bass yeah. in my neighborhood. Super yeah, impressive, fuck? I know. Yeah, super cool. Keep listening and Good commenting speakers. and giving us uh, <laughs> yeah. all the reviews. And we think yeah, thank you. Yeah, and we don't have to film here. We're going to create the whole yes. thing. Okay, okay, great. Okay, anyway. Um, so syphilis. third stage, back yes. to syphilis. <laughs> um, third stage is doesn't always happen to people, but it is nerve damage and okay. fucks with your brain and yeah, kills yeah. you that way. Okay, that's it. Yeah, I knew it got to your brain so eventually. Good. Yeah, but I didn't it, know if it was like, like nerve a... damage and all that lovely, lovely stuff. Great. So likely, I'm. I mean, I'm gonna guess that's probably what Erasmus ended up dying from because if it already he didn't have syphilis that long he was in his like mid-20s yeah you know by the time that his leg was already bothering him from syphilis like ooh, this isn't looking good for you no but before that he was married uh had three kids oh yeah and that is the end of the story of the burgermeister's daughter anna buskler anna our hot mess express. She's so problematic. Ugh. Honey child. Yeah. Well, I mean, I usually love to love our, like, main characters, but Anna... It's Anna. fun. It's fun to have an annoying main character. Yeah. Like, it's... I don't think we've really had one so far. Nero. Oh, yeah, that's Fuck true. That that's true. But at the same time, we had Agrippina, and we loved her. Yeah. We did love Agrippina. Yeah. Yeah, that, so like we had a shitty person, but we loved I mean, Octavia too, right? We loved Octavia. Yes, we Wait, did. We we were pro Octavia. Okay, yeah, we've learned about so many people. Yeah, but like I was so pro Margaret of Austria. We were yes, so yep. pro Maremi Agisoro. Oh, oh yeah, love Maremi. But this was fun. I'm Anna, glad that we didn't yeah, love her. You know, yeah. I I'm really curious to see where my next story goes because it's two women fighting, two queens. And it is a very little-known story again. So the uh, queen fight. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, very little-known story. Looked it up. Could find next to nothing. But there's a whole last book on it. Perfect. So I'm reading that book next. And I'll have a nice little, a nice light and fluffy one next time I to break that. everything up. Yes. It was a suggestion. It's it's fluffy. It's nice. You'll love I, it. Okay. I also have a little idea. Oh. That I'm just going to throw out right now. Oh, right God. here, right okay. now. Oh, shit. Okay. For my next episode. I think I want to, like, maybe record it soon. 
Um, so Maddie and I are in the Renaissance Fair. Yes. My dad this year is in charge of casting. Mm-hmm. And he has cast Maddie and I. <gasps> and they're real life people. Yeah. Oh, okay. Ooh, and I Maddie don't know, who it, know who it is. No, I don't. Ooh. I think I should tell you who it is yeah. by telling you the story of them. Yeah, 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 yeah. They yeah, are yeah. sisters. Oh my god. Oh my god and oh my they're god, princesses. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Yeah. yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. we'll do that next. Yeah, that's what we're going to do next. Okay. So my next book is going to have to wait a teeny tiny bit. Yeah. But I just really want to tell you about our oh characters. They're so interesting. I love them. They fit us really well. Like, oh, I'm so great. happy. Okay. Okay. So that's going to be your next one. And now on to a fresh cup. If you would like one, stay tuned. If not, then bye. All right, so this fresh cup is um, deleted, <laughs> which you know that means it's good. Yeah. Um, and I was able to find the deleted post, which I did not know you could do on Reddit. To be honest, I didn't think it would be as easy as it was. So if you post on Reddit, <laughs> yeah. be careful. It's out there. Yeah, it's you can't take it back. Nope. It's out. And Emily and I are going to find it. We're, we're going to blow you up on, yeah. our, on and, our podcast. And this is not a Am I the Asshole oh. thing. This is a little bit different um relationship okay. advice Mm-mm. it is petty revenge okay <laughs> love, love it. it okay <sighs> okay shitty boys meet greatest father ever is the title i was recently reminded of this story by a friend this is my first time posting here hope it meets the criteria i'm not a native speaker this didn't happen in the u.s It happened a couple of years ago. I'm not sure exactly how many because I have ADHD and time is an unknowable thing, but camera phones existed, so it can't be that long ago, right? What? I have ADHD. I feel like you have to yeah, generally like, know. Is okay. that, that like a part of it? No, I, uh, I mean, like in general, I mess dates up, I think, but like, well, but like I mean, a but general also, I, I'm not the same time. as every other ADHD person, but like right. that seems a bit crazy. Huh. Anyways, it happened a couple years ago. Um, it didn't happen to me personally. I just got to be a gleeful bystander. So it's still firsthand experience. That's the best though. Uh-huh. So some undeterred undeterminable time ago I was at a train station. The station had a shopping center attached to it. Sort of where the station part ended and the shopping part began, there was an escalator. There were lots of escalators, but this is the only one relevant to the story. With one side going up, the other going down, I was grabbing a quick drink from a stand near the escalator and I was planning on going down into the city center. While I was making my way over to the escalator, I suddenly heard a young girl yell out, Holy shit, did you grab my ass? Right behind her were two teenage boys who were laughing and holding up a phone, obviously recording the whole thing. The boys were POC. I won't tell you what ethnicity because I don't need whatever racist takes Reddit comes up with. I'm only mentioning it because it becomes somewhat relevant later. Now, I do not do confrontation in general, but this kind of bullshit overrides whatever anxiety usually gets in the way, and now I was ready to make my way over there and give those two little shits a piece of my mind. Same. I have so much anxiety, like, I have a little bit of social anxiety depending on the situation, but, like, oh, if someone is wronged... Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And they're laughing about it and recording it. Mm. Mm Mm-hmm. Especially my feminist ass. Oh, oh yeah, no, yeah. You'd be so mad. scary, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he was also going to see if the girl was okay and needed some comfort. Turns out I needn't have bothered because right behind them was the girl's father. <gasps> who was 
not amused and physically grabbed the two boys by the back of their shirts and hauled them over the side and laid into them. This man was a freaking giant, by love the way. It, love it, love it, love I it, love it. I swear he was easily two meters tall and extremely muscular. Picture the mountain from Game of Thrones, but significantly more hairy. And you've got a good approximation of this guy's build. Pretty much immediately after Mountain Dad grabbed the boys, their parents showed up. I assume they were waiting to meet them at the top of the escalator. Also, honestly, what kind of morons decide to harass someone on their way to meet their parents? Yeah. Uh, obviously, their dad demands to know what is going on and why Mountain Dad is han- manhandling his sons. I mean, God, on dad. an escalator going up or down. And you're it recording matter. it. You're they're also going to record your sexual you. assault. <laughs> yeah, they're like, there's dumb nowhere for you to go. Yeah. You're going, like, it's going to spit you out right at your parents, you dumb shit. So fucking stupid. <laughs> <coughs> Obviously, their dad demands... Oh, wait. Okay. So now Mountain Dad lays into the shit boy dad who seems unconcerned with what his sons did and more concerned on their expensive shirts are stretched. A plus on priorities, dude. Oh, yeah. Why don't you go fuck yourself? Yeah. How about that? The commotion attracts a nearby police officer who tells everyone to calm down and tell him what's going on. I don't think there's a police station nearby. If there is, I never noticed. So I guess he was just around. The girl explains that she was on the escalator and the boys grabbed her ass and were recording it. The father corroborates and the boys surprisingly don't deny it because they're stupid. I'm glad they're stupid, but damn. I mean, I'm glad they're stupid because they're admitting to it. You yeah, know, right. That helps the girl, but could they not be stupid enough to grab a NASA? Anyways, in fact, they stupidly double down on their asshole behavior and snicker about it. This sends Mountain Dad flying into a rage who starts to yell that he wants to have them arrested for sexual assault and pedophilia because his daughter's only 14. Ooh. The boys look to be around 17, 18. Okay. Now, I don't know if that's something that could have actually happened, but it sure does worry shit boy dad who immediately goes on the offensive, screaming that that's racial profiling and Mountain Dad and somehow also his daughter are a bunch of racists. The whole thing devolves into a shouting match between the dads, one yelling that the boys are disgusting pedophiles, the other yelling that Mountain Dad is a filthy racist. The police officer just stands there looking a little lost. Uh-oh. <laughs> at one point, shit boy dad makes a crucial mistake. He yells at Mountain Dad that his daughter should... Take it like a compliment. She's not even that attractive. He then follows it up with the galaxy brain take of, if people grab other people's asses in public, then they should be thankful for being made to feel prettier. Wow. That's, well, that's great information. Now I know how I should feel if someone ever grabs my ass in public. Thank you so much, sir. Wow. You must think I'm beautiful. Yeah, right? Oh, thank you. You grabbed my ass. Thanks for the sexual I hope that you recorded it, right? Yeah. Please show everyone. Send it to me. Here's my number. Yeah. Uh, I fully expect Mountain Dad to deck Shipboy. This is so great. Shipboy Dad at this point. But Mountain Dad goes eerily silent and then just says, okay, turn around. (laughs) Shipboy Dad and the police officer look extremely confused, but Mountain Dad's face is hard as steel. He says, I will drop whatever charges. Again, I'm not sure if charges are a real thing, but Shipboy Dad certainly considered it to be a credible threat. If you and your sons turn around, let me grab your ass and then turn back to me and thank me and say you feel prettier now. Oh my God. Mountain Dad is life. 
everything. That is just the like absolute giddiness. I was trying to think oh, so hard. I'm like, okay, he's gonna go quiet. What's he? And like, that's that's perfect. That's that's the perfect thing to do. There's nothing more perfect. I like that's the correct. giddiness I feel in my heart right now. I just feel so full, so yeah. full of happiness. It's so correct. Yeah. <laughs> Shit wow. boy dad and his sons look horrified for the first time in this whole fiasco. They seem to understand the humiliation and violation of someone touching you against your consent. Shit boy dad looks at his sons, his wife, and the deliciously unhelpful police officer. <laughs> Honestly, by this point, he's more of a background ornament than anything else. And finally, to the young girl and Mount Dad who is staring him down, and he makes his decision. He turns around. <laughs> His sons start to protest. Oh my god, oh my god. But he hisses at them to shut up and turn around. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Mountain Dad's expression turns into the most murderous grin I have ever seen. He's gonna slap their ass (laughs) so hard, dude. And he turns to his daughter and tells her to pull out her phone and start recording. Oh my god. Shitboy Dad and his sons immediately whip around and start protesting, but Mountain Dad argues back that his sons were doing the very same thing, so either it's perfectly fine or they get arrested for it. Shitboy dad turns around visibly fuming in bright fucking red. The girl starts recording and Mountain Dad grabs first the first boy's asses one hand per ass. <laughs> one hand per ass. <laughs> Shitboy dad's ass with both hands and gives him a firm slap on the ass too. Then he loudly says, now tell me you're thankful and you feel prettier. <laughs> the boys look like they want the ground to swallow them up. Yeah. And Shitboy dad is vibrating with rage and humiliation. Come they on. They mumble something, but that won't do for Mountain Dad. Oh, He's no. enjoying every second of this, and his daughter, who is desperately trying to stifle her crying laughter to get good footage, she's 100% going to play this back on repeat a million times. No, says Mountain Dad. I want to hear it. Let's try that again. Thank you. I feel prettier now. Yeah. Say it. <laughs> and they do. They did. <laughs> Before everyone gathered there. Oh, my God. Which by now is quite a crowd. They oh say, thank you. I feel prettier now. I'd like to tell you everyone broke out in applause, but this is real life and they didn't. Some people they laughed a didn't? bit. I would have. Oh, me too. Uh, if I'd 100%. seen the whole exchange. Oh, yeah. Just the end, I'd be like, what the fuck is going on over here? Oh, the whole exchange. The whole I'd be exchange. like, oh, my oh, gosh. Oh, you're not even that attractive, though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yes. <laughs> Doesn't that make you feel good? Yeah. Don't you feel prettier? Wow. Yeah. That was How's so OP nice of him. Not at least. How's he not applauding? He deserved applause. Mountain Dad. Love oh. you. Yeah. Um, people laughed a bit, but that's it. It doesn't matter. It is to this day the greatest moment of a revenge I've ever witnessed, and it will nourish my soul for the rest of my years. It will nourish my soul. Yeah. And honestly, like, it's Reddit. Who knows what's real and what's not? This whole thing could be made up. I love it. I don't no, care. Yeah, this I don't was care great. if it is. Yeah. It feels satisfying. It made me feel happy inside. Yeah. So And to me, it's real. I love someone getting pure, perfect revenge. Revenge. Mm-hmm. Shit boy dad, by the way, took off the moment he finished his sentence, didn't even look back to see if anyone was following, just booked it in a power walk. Son and wife followed, and that's all I know. Mountain dad hugged his daughter real tight, kissed her on the forehead, and then they giggled over the replay of the video she took. I like to think that girl grew up all right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, she did. She's doing great. Oh, she's doing fantastic. And she married a good man. Oh, and, yeah. And him and Mountain Dad are buddies. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Cracking up at these losers. Yep. I thought just 
was everything. It was. There's I nothing else to say besides that. That was absolutely the most perfect revenge that could yep. possibly be handed out. And that's one of those goes to show, like, sometimes, you know, the yelling and in people's face, like, aggro, but, you know, like, sometimes that's effective, but sometimes the really quiet, like, okay. Mm-hmm. Cunning. <laughs> yeah. It's all then just turn around. Get tacked. Cunning. That's the name of this episode is That's tact. the moral of both of these yep. episodes is have tact, have be cunning. Tact. Yep. And you will win in the end. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that's what we got for you. <sighs> and that is everything for today's episode. Everything about Anna Buskler, the absolute trip she took us on. And we stand, Daniel, we stand Mountain Dad. Yep. That's all we really have to say about that. Daniel amount. I like to think Love you that, forever. like, he's a descendant of Daniel, you know? <gasps> Ooh. I like, like that somewhere. Better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or, like, reincarnation's a thing. Yeah. And that's his soul. Aww. Yeah. Daniel's just so much of a sweetie pie. No, he was a mercenary, though. He Daniel was. had a side to him. He had a no. side, though. Daniel is not dad. Hot take. <laughs> 100%. Uh-huh. And that's our story. And we're sticking to it. Bye. Bye. <laughs>